1: Welcome to Buckeyes Tomorrow Morning for Saturday, January 20th. I'm your host, Tom Moore. The Akron game is in 224 days, the game against Michigan in 315 days. Ohio State has itself an offensive coordinator. It is Bill O'Brien. You may remember him from such offenses as Penn State or Alabama or the New England Patriots. He was a head coach at Penn State at one point. It was, he has a long and pretty distinguished career. And oh yeah, Houston Texans too, forgot about that. Uh, And, you know, he is someone who brings, we talked a whole bunch about, you know, Ryan Day looking to bring a veteran play caller. And guess what? Ryan Day has brought in a veteran play caller. This was a name that our uh, members at BuckeyeHuddle.com heard about about a week ago. Got some sort of early rumblings on a couple different names, and Bill O'Brien was one of them. And at the time, I wrote, quote, I'm guessing this one won't be as well received as uh, Kentucky offensive coordinator Liam Cohen uh, among the fan base but being the offensive coordinator for an offensive-minded head coach like Day is likely going to be pretty different than being the offensive coordinator for a defensive-minded head coach like Nick Saban, close quote. That was on Saturday last week, and uh, I, you're not going to believe it, but it was met, this news was met with some mixed responses from the Ohio State fan base. That's what we're bringing in Tony Gerderman of BuckeyeHuddle.com, provide some expertise and some analysis on what this really might mean why 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 did Bill? Why was Bill O'Brien the guy that Ryan Day picked to be the guy for this job? And I guess, Tony, let's start with just the role on the whole, the big picture here. What does bringing in a veteran play caller like Bill O'Brien do for Ryan Day and the Ohio State offense this year?
2: Well, I think it gives Ryan Day some freedom and some confidence to worry about just the game management aspect of the games. We had talked to him this past year about how giving up play calling would allow him not only to do that, but also with so much other stuff that head coaches have to do nowadays in the off season, it would allow him to continue to foster relationships and build camaraderie among the team with players and himself. And just not having to worry about that arm of the job in terms of the play calling would allow him more access and more, more time and more freedom. And then you look at what what happens in the games uh, the past couple of years, where there are times where it's like, missed opportunities to make some fourth down calls or some challenges. And you wonder would he have been more in tune with the possibilities there if he wasn't worried about the next call or, or whatever. So you now have a guy who has done this at the highest level and has done it for a long time. And there's confidence there. There's, there's familiarity there with between the two of them. So that helps. And I think just day would have loved probably to be able to give up play calling last year or would have would have been okay with it i should say but the confidence wasn't there that he could do that with brian Hartline. i think the confidence is there obviously with bill o'brien that's why you go out and get it and it's somebody like i said who's done it at all levels um, has even been a general manager in the nfl has just seen everything and has a a different perspective but also i think is veteran enough to be able to do whatever it is that ryan day wants them to do
1: And I think that, I mean, the general manager stint in the NFL, it was brief. It did not go particularly well. And there have been other moments in, you know, this year, the New England Patriots offense did not go particularly well, but there was not a whole heck of a lot to work with there in terms of the New England Patriots offense. You went back and looked at some of his quarterback play over the years. You know, the guys playing quarterback for him, especially at the college level and the results were pretty impressive. So I know, you know, I know there's sort of an immediate backlash to this based on some of the negative stuff, but the, you know, he's not going to be asked to be the general manager of the 2024 Buckeyes. He's going to be asked to run the offense. And when he's been in charge of the offense, it feels like things have gone pretty well for him and his quarterbacks in the past.
2: Yeah. When you look at his first year at Penn State, 2012, he uh, took over there and uh, the quarterback that year, Matt McGloin, who had started five games each of the previous two years, then started all 12 games for Penn State 2012, was an honorable mention All-Big Ten player, led the Big Ten in passing yards, touchdowns, uh, interception ratio. And then in 2013, started true freshman Christian Hackenberg, and that was the best year that Hackenberg had. He played three years at Penn State and only one year under Bill O'Brien. That was his true freshman year, and it was the best year he had. He was honorable mention that year as well. And it's not just quarterbacks. I, Tom, do you remember – the leading rusher for Penn state in each of Bill O'Brien's two years, because this is a blast from the past for me. When I looked it up, I will give you a, a seven seconds.
1: Boy, uh seven seconds to come up with the leading rushers for Penn state. And uh, this was uh, between uh, Curtis Enos and uh, Saquon Barkley. And boy, Tony, I am drawing some real blanks here in terms of early 2010s Penn State running backs. Uh, Why don't you just get me off the hook and tell me me who it was, and then I'll go, oh, yeah, I remember him, because odds are I will, in fact, remember him.
2: Yeah, it it was somebody who entered the 2012 season vying to be the backup fullback with Michael Zordich. It was Zach Zwinak, who in 2012 rushed for exactly 1,000 yards, and then 2013 rushed for 989 yards. There is no world where that guy should be, you know, leading the charge, but that's you know, that was something that Bill O'Brien was able to do. And it kind of um it's a microcosm of the toughness that he preaches when you're running Zach Zwinak, you know, up up the gut, six, you know, like six one, two hundred and forty pounds, just uh, you know, trying to control the clock as best you can because you are so undermanned in those couple of years at Penn State and Pretty amazing what they were able to do there, and obviously that led to the job with the Houston Texans. But here's a name for you, Tom. What do you think?
0: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You
1: know what? I honestly, you said that and I was kind of like, "Mm, I might remember that. I just, those Penn State teams were so forgettable. I mean, I think one of those years, 2012 or 13, they lost to Ohio University out of, you know, out of conference. That was, those were teams that were absolutely decimated by the sanctions, by the fallout from the whole Jerry Sandusky situation. and. I think if you don't if you don't remember those times in that team, you probably don't recognize what a remarkable job Bill O'Brien did there. but if you are looking for context on this, I don't remember what did the two thousand and twelve team finish eight and four something like that. It was yeah eight and yeah, there is on the side of the stadium at Penn State they have like memorable teams or great Penn State teams listed on the side of the stadium, like inside the stadium bowl, you can see him. And it's, you know, 1994 and 1986, and they won a national championship, or they had an undefeated season. One of the seasons up there is 2012, because that was the season where it could have all just gone to heck for that Penn State program. And Bill O'Brien came in and kind of held everything together. And it was not easy, and it was not pretty, but he kind of held it all together. And it was a very duct tape and bailing wire kind of season. He's going to have, no offense to Zach Zwinak, but I think between Travion Henderson and Quinshawn Judkins and Dallin Hayden, he's probably going to have some better running backs to work with at Ohio State than he did at at Penn State back then. Uh, So that's the sort of Bill O'Brien piece of this. Now, there was news about another staff departure or at least a staff change. This is one of these great moments in phrasing in the uh, uh, Ohio State official release. Quote, It is anticipated that Corey Dennis, quarterbacks coach the past four seasons, will transition into a still to be determined role with the program. So, that's a polite way to say that Corey Dennis, who has been the quarterbacks coach for the last four years, is no longer going to be the quarterbacks coach, and we'll see where he ends up somewhere else within the uh, within the walls of the Woody Hayes Athletic Center, probably. But you know, this is this is a change again that I think we had heard was in the works, but this is a, you know, another notable staff change. And the really interesting thing is Ohio State was at nine. They add Bill O'Brien. So now they're at 10, countable assistance. That's it. Ta-da, you're done. Well, then Corey Dennis, Dennis departs. And then you're back at nine. And it seems based on what some of the folks on our staff are hearing, like it might be, you know, that 10th body might come on the defensive side of the ball, not the offensive.
2: Yeah, and if, if the the name being rumored, if they can go and get a Jason Taylor to help out on the defensive line with Larry Johnson, that would be just about a clean sweep on a home run offseason for Ohio State if they can make that happen. He's Jason Taylor's making waves at Miami right now in the recruiting and, and uh, production, so uh, we'll see if that happens. The Corey Dennis thing is interesting to me because I, I, does he just become another Todd Fitch, and Todd Fitch is like... A QC guy at Ohio State um, who who handles some quarterback stuff and works for the quarterbacks. Uh, remember, Tim Hinton was a tight ends coach at Ohio State until Kevin Wilson was brought in. Kevin Wilson and Ryan Day came in at the same time. They needed a spot. And so Tim Hinton was uh, moved to, like, Ohio high school liaison and also just a special assistant. And he's still around. We see him every time we're at practice. And so like, yeah, you, you, can not be one of the 10 assistants and still be around every single day and dealing with players, working with players. We hear the quarterbacks talking about coach Fitch. We hear tight ends talking about coach Hinton. Like there, there are still plenty of things that Corey Dennis can do if he chooses to stay at Ohio state. I think if he can, I, I think that whatever it is, quarterbacks liked him in terms of recruiting. And so if there's something that he can do in that realm in in terms of helping out Ohio State, if he wants to do that, I don't don't see any harm in it
1: at all. So there is one more assistant coaching move, at least, to be made in the coming days or weeks. We're going to be watching that very closely at BuckeyeHuddle.com. But, oh, boy, is there a whole lot of other news coming as well on a whole bunch of different fronts. Uh, Let's see, five-star quarterback Jared Curtis for 2026. Some significant news developing in the last day or so on him. Mark Giffler had a report on the huddle board on, uh, at BuckeyeHuddle.com, the huddle board presented by Jeff Ruby Steakhouse. That is our insider board members only. Mark Giffler had a report on five-star quarterback Jared Curtis for 2026. Oh, and also five-star quarterback Julian Sain for 2024, who was the number one quarterback in the class of 2024, signed with Alabama, showed up at Alabama, Nick Saban, Retired from Alabama, and now Julian Sain's in the portal, and there's a lot of smoke around Julian Sain coming to Ohio State. So are the Buckeyes going to pursue that, or are they going to leave it alone? Well, good news. There's news from Mark Givler on the huddleboard at BuckeyeHuddle.com about that as well. Oh, other Alabama players in the transfer portal. Caleb Down, safety, Caden Proctor, offensive lineman. Hey, good news. There's news from Mark Givler on the huddleboard at BuckeyeHuddle.com about those guys as well. There's other guys committing... Soon, there's guy, there was a, just a top target, just pushed his commitment date back. There is so much news going on right now. This is one of the craziest mid januaries that I can remember, and it just feels like the news keeps coming, and the news keeps coming at BuckeyeHuddle.com, so we would love to see you there. And if you're signed up for a membership, you get access to our huddle board presented by Jeff Ruby Steakhouse, where we talk about all this kind of stuff. We'll let you know what we're seeing, what we're hearing, what we think might be the next news to come down the track. That is all at BuckeyeHuddle.com. And of course, whenever news happens, you know also where to find us at YouTube.com slash BuckeyeHuddle. Kevin and Tony and I did about an hour and a half on a snowy Friday morning. Uh, For those of you who joined us, thank you for joining us. For those of you who didn't join us, well, join us next time. And you can do that by being subscribed there at YouTube.com slash BuckeyeHuddle. Hit that bell. Be notified when we go live. That's a great way to make sure you never miss out on the fun because, boy, there's always something new happening. And generally that just involves Tony and Kevin and I texting each other, Hey, can we go live in five minutes? And then we do. So uh, that's the best way to make sure you don't miss out because we generally, uh, when news breaks, don't take long to get going. So that will do it for today. Thank you guys all for joining us. Have a great day. We will talk to you tomorrow.